Are you tired of the same old boring milk alternatives like almond milk and soy milk? Well, that's why this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Milk Alternative Alternatives. Introducing toenail milk, (laughs) decomposing remains milk, and my personal favorite, diabetic amputated foot milk. It's naturally sweet. (laughs) Don't make you the bad guy. Good guys get left too, Zach. Ain't about no silly laugh or wearing black and eyeshadow and shit. It had nothing to do with that. It has to do with what's in here, in your heart. You got a good guy heart. You can't do shit about it. That's just who you are. You're a hero. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast. The only podcast that covered itself in peanut butter, ran away from home to become a professional wrestler. I'm Frank. I'm Zach. And today we are doing Peanut Butter Falcon. What'd you think? I actually, it's not a perfect film. It's not. But it's very sweet, and I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> I I thought it was going to be a lot more, like, heartfelt and endearing than, yeah. like, serious tone. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm okay with it. No, I, I thought it was, I think Shia, again, delivers one hell of a performance. Yeah. I think he's great in the movie. I think um, the guy who plays Zach mm-hmm. was fantastic. I liked... I, I could deal without what's her name? Dakota Johnson. Yeah. I can always deal without <laughs> Dakota Johnson. <laughs> um, Just something about her. Well, but, we talked about it. In yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, we'll get into it. So, mm-hmm. fact, Zach, give us uh, who's in the movie. All right, guys. So, Peanut Butter Falcon came out in 2019. It was directed by Michael Schwartz and Tyler Nilsson. Mm-hmm. You have Shia LaBeouf, who plays Tyler. You have Zach Gobiskin. Gobiskin. <laughs> It's fine. Gobsagan. Here we go again. Zach Gobsagan, <laughs> who plays Zach. You have Dakota Johnson, who plays Eleanor. You have Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, he is. Who plays Sam. You have Bruce Dern in this, who plays Carl. He's not in it for a lot. But, but like, you know, Bruce Dern. He's, he's fun. <laughs> and then again, you have... Um, John Bernthal, who plays Mark, but For, he's... Uh, a, a strange... Like, he, well, I don't know why, but like the last few movies he's like been in, but he's always just like these like afterthought yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah, just like side characters. I that, mean, he's he has some reason to be in no, it. No, he definitely has reason to be in it, and he does. like He brings a little bit more depth to Tyler. Yeah. Um, but it's just like you're... He's he's a decent actor, mm-hmm. and like I kind of just wish there was more. like he. I don't actually think you ever hear his voice. It's always no. just like so, yeah, it's always just like flashbacks, and it's always like muted, mm-hmm. which or I'm maybe fine if anything, with. Like just the bar scene, but I, I don't mean, even know did he actually talk in it. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> not that important then. Anyway, the peanut butter falcon mm-hmm. uh, is about a character named Zach who has Down syndrome, and he is in this weird kind of limbo in which. He doesn't have any, like, family to take care of him, and the state doesn't really know what to do with him. Mm-hmm. So they're putting him in, like, like an old folks' home. Yeah, like a retirement Yeah, where, thing. like, because it's just, like, a place where he can get care, but, like, he doesn't really belong there. No. And it's kind of like this Cool Hand Luke thing where he just kind of, like, keeps trying to run away. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a very, very good, like, the introduction to yes. him when he runs away for the first time. It was very good. It was very um, smart. And yeah. I was like, look at how, like, genuine this guy is. Yeah. And look at how fucking clever he is. Right. Um, and he he basically runs away. He escapes. And the whole meaning and purpose of it is because he, he wants to go meet one of his idols, who is a professional wrestler that he's kind of just been, like, watching this VHS tape or DVD for, like, 10 years, they make it seem like. Um, 
and he wants to just go there to like become a professional wrestler because this guy is like supposedly has like a wrestling camp out in like whatever wherever it is, mm-hmm. and uh, and he just wants to go there, and then he kind of meets up with uh, Tyler, and they kind of cross cross paths, and uh, you know. There it's a are, movie that I I genuinely did enjoy a lot. I I it's again it's not perfect by any means. No. Um. There are some character decisions and just some just things that like aren't super realistic or whatever it is. But I think at its core, it's just like a really just nice movie. And although it it but you're kind of right though. Like it, it does also get like real serious. Yeah. Like I was under the impression because like I knew the the concept for this movie. Yeah. But I didn't watch, like, any trailer and, like, first time watching it. Like, I was going in more so thinking that Tyler kind of, like, takes Zack under his wing and then tries to get him there. And it's just kind of like a heartfelt movie of, like, a journey almost. And it is. It is. But there's there's a lot more to it in which Tyler's whole, like, backstory Mm -hmm. was very interesting, I thought. Yeah. I really like Tyler as a character. I feel like it's just another great Gordon. fucking Shia like character well, there you go that like, I want more of he's picking himself back up yeah um, I mean like you I love too where the whole thing with his brother Mark where they don't really go into detail but they show you just enough to let you know that like they went to a bar drinking and Tyler blames himself because he was driving and veered off the road and you're kind of led to believe that Mark died from that right so I like the idea that like they didn't spoon feed us like okay, here's exactly what happened, and this is why Tyler's depressed. Right. It was just like... It's very good visual storytelling. Yes. Thank you very much. I fucking hate exposition. (laughs) Give me the visual storytelling. Yes. I like it so much more. Um, Yeah, so Tyler is, you know, when when you're introduced to him, he's kind of like this scumbaggy kind of guy who is like stealing from people like fishermen and then selling it selling the fish that he's then taking from other people because and whatnot. Fish. Right. And because he lost his license and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, he, so he's kind of like this scumbag. And then he ends up like getting the shit kicked out of him mm-hmm. by the guys that he stole from. What was it? Duncan and like Ratman or something? Rat, like that? Rat Boy. Rat who was, Boy? Who was played by Yellow Wolf. I don't know who that and is. And he's like a really just garbage hip hop rapper that like is that also trying to like converge like country music mm. and he's like signed to Slaughterhouse which is like Eminem's label. Oh, okay. And I just I don't like Yellow Wolf. <laughs> but I think he does a decent job at like playing like a scumbag cuz he looks like one. <laughs> yeah. You, you All the tattoos are real like that's genuinely what he looks like. So, I yeah. mean, you know. And I'm pretty sure the the other guy was on Breaking Bad. Uh, I feel like I've seen him. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he was uh, Skinny Pete on uh, on uh, Breaking Bad. So, yeah. But, yeah, anyway, Tyler ends up, like, lighting all their shit on fire and then just kind of running away. And then you have, like, that great moment in which I liked I like how they cross paths. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, like, done, like, in a way that was – it wasn't, like, so unrealistic that it was just, like, this would never happen or this – of course, this is how they would meet or something. Like, it was actually mm-hmm. kind of done, like, I think in, like, a fairly, like, smart way. Kind of where, like, Zach just gets onto the boat. And, then and he, like, hides because he doesn't want anybody to know. And then that's the boat that Tyler then steals. And then, yeah. you know, like, when he's running away and Zach is just, like, fucking scared. He's like, I don't know where, what's going on right now. <laughs> and then he starts, like, like uh, up chucking a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> he starts, like, throwing up. And then, you know, Tyler is uh, very, like, he, th- th- all right, look. The one thing that I genuinely did appreciate, appreciate about the film mm-hmm. is how they didn't, treat Zach's down syndrome like 
they didn't tiptoe around it. Mm-hmm. They didn't act like it was a crutch, mm-hmm. and they didn't they didn't speak to him like he had a disability in any way. Like Tyler's character. He, he literally says, like, you know, there was that point when Zach goes, I want you to know about me. He goes, I am a Down syndrome guy. And Tyler's just like, I don't give a shit. And it's just like, I appreciate how just raw and just how much they didn't treat him like, you know, like like he had a disability. Yeah. I mean, that's why, too, like, one of my favorite scenes in the film is when finally, like, Eleanor comes along for the ride and they're on their makeshift, like, Huckleberry Finn rap. Yeah. And Tyler's just kind of, like, sitting there, and Eleanor is saying, like, oh, Zach, like, you should get away from, like, the ledge. We don't want you to fall. And Tyler's like, don't do that to him. Like, yeah. he knows what he's doing. He yeah. can do everything that he needs to. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he catches the fish, and it just shows her, like, okay, maybe I should back off. It was pretty badass. It. it was. It was <laughs> awesome. Like, he just dunks his head and then, bam, catch. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever actually have seen the movie, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, but this movie kind of feels, like, in that vein in which, like, it's just, like, guys going on an adventure and, like, kind of getting put in situations, especially when they meet, like, the blind guy yes. and, like, the baptism scene. That feels like a Jasper. scene that was, yeah, that was, like, straight out of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Okay. And I think that maybe that'll be my next pick since you haven't seen it because it's very good. Very good. I like that. It's like, are you God-fearing? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, It's like, yeah. well, come on in <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a lot to love. And then even so, like, the montage, too. Of like Tyler training Zach, yeah, is really endearing. Yeah, like I said, and it's it's so it was so nice to like see this stuff, mm-hmm. and then you get to like the culmination where they finally get over to the Saltwater Rednecks area. Yeah, yep. And you come to find out that like he no longer has the school, and I was really worried because I was like, oh great, like this is gonna be like a point where it's a lull, and they're gonna be like, oh shit, well what do we do now? And then it's gonna like break the friendship. Yeah, a little you bit. know, I think that. I really like that they didn't – I like that they didn't go the route because I feel like a lot of movies and a lot of writers who would have who would have taken the screenplay may have done this in which – so, like, I don't know if you've ever seen The Fault in Our Stars, the movie with the, the girl, mm-hmm. you know, with cancer and whatnot. So, like, the whole movie, she's kind of, like, talking about how – She's like obsessed with this writer, and and he and, and he basically like made like one of her favorite characters in like in her favorite book ever, and blah 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 blah. And like, there's kind of like this build up, almost of the entire movie, in which she like is trying to like always talking about him, and then and then it's like, all right, hey, we're actually gonna go like visit him, and mm-hmm. like go like go we'll find him. And that movie kind of goes a stereotypical route of of this is this is her idol. And, and she's been, like, daydreaming and dreaming about, like, how great he's going to be and how interesting he's going to be. And then they get to his front door, and he's and he's just an asshole. Okay. And, and and he's, like, an alcoholic, and, and you know, and, and he's like, get the fuck out of my house, basically. And then, you know, they, and they leave. And then I'm so happy that they didn't go that route in where, like, they get to Saltwater's house, and he's, like, you know, because you all, they, it's, like, it's almost like they were aware mm-hmm. because like you when 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 uh, they show up he's like in like a trailer in the middle yeah. of nowhere he doesn't look like he's got a lot of money so it's like oh this guy's gonna be like a fucking alcoholic drunk asshole and like he's gonna like get the fuck out i don't do that shit anymore or whatever yeah and that's not what it goes at all no because it's very reminiscent of like mickey rourke and the wrestler yeah where it's like he's broken down at this point right like, 
And but still, like, a genuinely, like, good yeah, person. Yeah, because, like, he comes over and, like, he shakes his hand. And then, like, he realizes, like, because Tyler is telling him, like, oh, like, this was his dream. But you know what? We're not going to bother you. Like, this isn't your That's stuff. not your thing. Yeah, like that, you I, know. I shouldn't have brought this to your doorstep. Yeah. And then he didn't have to, but he came down. And I was ripping, ripping it. <laughs> and I was like worried. I was like, he's going to hit one of them. <laughs> like, why do you have to do donuts around three people? Because you need to. To be a fucking but, badass yeah. WWE superstar, Zach. If anybody should know this, you should. Because I'm a wrestler? No, because you slept with my dad. <gasps> I'm going to bring it up right now. No. <laughs> this is a storyline. Keep it going. <laughs> Uh, the plot twist that nobody was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> and then a chair shot to the back of Frank's head. His dad was in on it. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah, so the fact that, like, Saltwater Redneck came back down and in full gear was like, hey, man, like, I'm going to train you. Like, yeah. really, really endearing. I don't think Tyler recognized him. No. Without all the get-up. No, so, you mean Zach. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, Zach. I don't think Zach recognized him, like, without, like, the full get-up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was just like, oh, this is whatever Redneck's real name was. I don't yeah. remember what it was. Like, remember. hey, this is Tony. And, then, like, he's like, hey, you doing whatever. And, like, that was it. Mm -hmm. They walk away. And then when he shows up again in the full gear and then he kind of, like, puts on that persona and he, like, changes his voice and he's talking to Zach like Saltwater would. It's just so, like, heartwarming. Yeah. But, you know, we, we kind of, like, brushed over, like, how... During during this like you know beautiful kind of just friendship that's blossoming and 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 all their experiences that they're having, they're getting chased mm -hmm. that and they don't even know. Especially Zach. Zach has no idea. Tyler does know, mm -hmm. but they're being chased by Rat Boy and Duncan. Yeah, um, <laughs> and you know the, those scenes are actually fairly intense. They are, and part of me was like, really, like would these people honestly chase them this far but i i think I, so because yeah, they ruin their business literally their business like their entire business is now kind of like under yeah and you have like the scene too where like they're sleeping in like the little cabin that they found and tyler wakes up to find that their raft is on fire yeah and as soon as he gets out there's just a gun pointed at his head yeah from rat boy and duncan and it becomes dude it, it gets real intense when he's like telling him like when to choose which hand yeah. It's, like, really intense. I was waiting for it. I was like, oh, my God. He's going to lose one hand or, like, he's going to get shot. Yeah, me. yeah. And then when, you know, Zach shows up with the shotgun. Mm -hmm. Listen, man. When Zach shoot, shot the shotgun for the first time and he fucking flies back. Hilarious. So funny. Like, like genuinely just, like, I... Like, I was just like, ha! Like, like, you know, like, like I genuinely, like, let out, a, like, an audible laugh. Like, it was, ha! ha! <laughs> Look at that! <laughs> now that's comedy! <laughs> Such a southern ha from you. <laughs> you know? Uh, listen, it You're did. on your porch, what would you? Look at that! <laughs> oh, yeah. Woo. It's great. <laughs> Um, you know, and then I, I absolutely love like the, the whole aspect of like when they're kind of like camping mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it. That moonshine, man. Yeah. Yeah. And they start drinking and they kind of create the peanut butter Falcon like persona for Zach. Mm -hmm. I thought it was just fucking great. Yeah. I thought it was just like, so just lovely. And, and you know, I, it just movie again is just it like, it is like a really just kind of like heartfelt film, but again, like it does have its problems. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't, again, I didn't love the Dakota whole, Johnson. I didn't love Dakota Johnson and, or and her character, really. Yeah. I, I, I think that her she's character... She's kind of there. She is kind of just there. Um, 
but I guess that is kind of more of like, like I think that like Dakota Johnson's character is kind of like supposed to represent like the entire outside world, like you have like to, like, like you trying have to, to like cater mm-hmm. and like you know like oh my god like no he he has like a disability like we need to like coddle him and we can't we can't like just let him like live his life at all whatever and you know he can't have like pretty much like any free will and like thoughts of his own or anything like that mm-hmm. and I think that you know that is like what her character is supposed to represent but. I just don't think it was done very well, I guess, is my my biggest issue. I feel like I feel like her her character feels like an afterthought. Like it feels like a character that they were just trying to write in like as they were kind of going because they felt like they needed somebody else yeah. and they needed to have like a love interest. Yeah, that's and really what she is. I don't too. and I don't really need, we like I honestly would have I think I would have liked this movie just a little bit more because I really enjoyed this movie a lot mm-hmm. but I do think that I would have liked it a little bit more if it was pretty much just like these two together yeah just Zach and just Tyler and they're just going out it and 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 like going out and just kind of like finding themselves and whatnot because that's what you came here for and that's mm-hmm. what you want yeah because they're building the relationship yeah. and like Eleanor is just kind of along for the ride I mean she fights them at first and like she doesn't seem like interested in Tyler but that's every movie that's that every has movie interest. right yeah yep. and then like coming along for the ride and then you know they get to uh saltwater redneck's place and she's just kind of like okay well we need to bring him back at some point yeah and you don't really need that and i think like the ending to this movie could have gone either way like <laughs> i was honestly like really scared with the ending yeah because as Zack ends up becoming the Falcon and fighting Sam. Who Getting is, his ass kicked. Yes, which also Mick Foley is the referee. Yeah, yeah, like, I was going to... Like, what the fuck? How, like, but that was kind of cool. It was. Because I I was like, man, I, I always think about Mick Foley, honestly, like, every once in a while. Like, like, whenever he kind of, like, pops up into... Or, like, whenever, like, you end up, like, bringing up some type of WWE, Mick Foley is, like, one of those wrestlers that always just kind of, like, comes, like, into my brain. It's like, I wonder where he is right now. And honestly, I don't know if he's still involved with wrestling at all. Um, yeah, a little bit. But it was just really cool to see him mm-hmm. like because he looks good he does he, he do, i mean he's always just been like a chubby white guy and like he's just still that chubby white guy yeah, he's, he, he hasn't like fully like let himself go where he's just like 800 pounds and whatever like he's he still did for a little while did he well yeah, he, like, he's good now mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> got a great fucking beard yes uh he used to have great hair too but like he keeps cutting it he just shaves as... it just doesn't mm-hmm. care um and you know he's got his ear that got blown off in that one match. So yeah, it got cut off by the ring rope. Yeah. So you know whatever. That's cool. He had a tooth in his nose. Whatever. You know Mick Foley, mankind. Mankind is like where it's at. Mm, dude for love. Me. Dude love. I I I thought dude love was all right, but yeah. I really like mankind. Cactus. Mankind was like crazy. Nah, no, Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack was also really he, crazy. He was a great one. <laughs> I love Cactus Jack. Yeah. But um, yeah, like really cool to see him in this. Yeah. Yep. And then you know like you have the whole thing where. Zach wants to learn the atomic, what was it, atomic drop or atomic press? Whatever. Um, the throw. Oh, the atomic throw. Yeah. And Saltwater Redneck's like, that's not really a move. They just did that with the cameras. Yeah. And the fact of like him picking up Jake the Snake and doing it. Yeah. I was under the impression that this is going to be like a feel-good ending where he throws him on top of Duncan. And that's Rattler. what I thought. I would I because wrote, so during that mm-hmm. you have Duncan and Ratboy like who who find them and get uh they they get out of their car and then you have fucking um what's her name Eleanor uh, yeah Eleanor who's like chained to the car mm-hmm. she like gets out of the car 
and like is trying to warn Tyler and he's fucking what's his name uh Duncan is like has like a like a tire iron yeah and is coming at Tyler who doesn't see him mm-hmm. and i thought too that that he was going to throw him and like it was going to like kind of just like land on top of Duncan yeah cuz i literally like was writing it down in my notes and then crossed it out because because he gets fucking hit in the head. Yeah, so hard. Yeah, and like so, they show the impact, and you're they, like, they show Fuck. just a second of yeah, the impact. and you're like, shit. <laughs> and then it cuts to you're Eleanor like, and dead. Zach like in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, and I thought this movie was gonna end on that. Yeah, I thought it was gonna end on heavy. Yeah, heavy. <laughs> wow, what a fucking one eighty from how this movie has mostly been. Yeah, and then. They end it with what seems like a really sad ending where it's Zach and Eleanor driving to Florida. Cause that was well, like first the, off, they're in the hospital and like they start, cr- well, Eleanor starts like crying. Yeah, so you're so under the impression that he's dead. Right, and then they have like the flashback to where like he's like training with Zach and like mm-hmm. just, they, it, I was just like... This is where they're going to end the movie. I was like, man, like don't, don't do this <laughs> don't to do me. Don't do this to us. Not, like, it's not even that like I was so emotionally invested in the film that like it was like going to make me cry, but like... It just didn't seem fitting, almost. No. And I was just like, no, 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 no. Like, you cannot do it like this. Like, you cannot do me like this right now. Because that is kind of like the the thing of the movie where I guess you could say, like, it's kind of a con to it. Where it doesn't fully, fully know where it fits between yeah. like, a feel-good movie and, like, a realistic, like, right-in-your-face yeah. type film. Yep. But then you have that warm, fuzzy ending where... In a sense, kind of. I, I mean, he's fucked up. He's <laughs> fucked up, but like, you see Zach and Eleanor driving to Florida because that's where Tyler wanted to go. Right. And you're kind of under the impression that like she's either, taking him back. Yeah, it's either going to be one way or the other. It's either going to be that they're going to go live in Florida or Tyler's going to be alive. Yeah. And when Zach like reaches behind and is like, "Hey, wake up," and you see Tyler kind of like just stumble up with like his eye all fucked up and his head bandaged, fully wrapped. Yeah. And then like kisses the hand of like Eleanor and you're like, okay, yeah, this is the feel good ending. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, it works. It works. Yeah. Again, like I will not say that this is like a, like an amazing movie, mm-hmm. but I think it's very enjoyable and I think it's another solid performance from Shia. And I think that um, at its core, it's just a really like heartfelt, just feel good movie. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's got like some drama in it that kind of like keeps like the momentum going and it kind of keeps like some like the dramatic of it. And, and, you know, and I did appreciate that as well. But, you know, you also just have to acknowledge that it's it's a 90 minute movie, you know, mm-hmm. hour and a half. It goes by pretty quickly. Like yeah. it, it wasn't a movie that felt like longer than it really was. Um, and, you know, it, it's got some really good back and forth. I, you know, at the end of the day, like what you can't what, what, what I came here for and what I think everybody wants from the movie is the relationship between t- Tyler and Zach to be like nice and mm-hmm. great. And, and, and that's what you get, you know, you get like you, the, it starts off and it's, it's a little stereotypical, like starts off where he's like, I don't care about you. I don't like you. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they slowly develop like this kind of like this brotherhood with one another. Yeah. There's and, almost like this level up system for Zach where like he keeps getting more and more clothing from Tyler. Yeah. Where yeah. It's like shirt, then pants, then, <laughs> then shoes, shoes. Yeah, then yeah. backpack. And then shotgun. Uh, <laughs> Final form. <laughs> um, you know, but again, it's it's not the most original concept of a film. It's not the most any like it's not really the greatest at all when it comes to really anything. But I think that it's good enough, and 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 you know, again, I think it's got a really great performance from from Zach, mm-hmm. from Shia, 
and I think that at its core, it was just a movie that it just made me feel good, you know, yep. and and I just genuinely did enjoy it. I was I was personally I was hoping for a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I did I, I was expecting to like it a little bit more than I actually did, but I wouldn't say that I was like disappointed by by, by at all. No, I went in like not really expecting anything, and I yeah. came out like enjoying myself by the end of it yeah and you know i think that it's that it's definitely worth the watch mm-hmm. for sure and again it's on amazon prime so you can, you can just watch it for free if you have prime um and i would say that it's definitely like worth the hour and a half that it that it runs you are correct sir thank you frank what would you like to recommend this week all right. You didn't come prepared, did you? Zach, I, I fucking came prepared. Uh, you think I don't do my job? Windows. You think that I don't watch every movie every week and then correspondingly come up with a bullshit-ass <laughs> fucking sponsorship? And then on top of that, you don't think that I write down a recommendation every single week? And we ran out of time. Thank you. All right, guys. Have a good day. Uh, No, I did actually. So it's another music recommendation because I like music. So fuck you. Um, (laughs) I wasn't disagreeing with you. uh, But something that I've kind of like strayed away from, especially within like the last like year, I would say, is I've I've kind of just like almost entirely stepped away from hip hop. Like I've just I don't know why. I think I'm more of been like finding more of like this like indie rock. I've kind of like really fell into like a psychedelic rock kind of phase for me right now, and that's mm-hmm. just like where I am. But recently, like last week, I was just like, man, like what about like the old hip hop albums that I really liked? Um, and uh, and so I went back to them, and I and and like I think taking a break from them for so long and then coming back to them, it kind of like gave like a new life to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like. God, I forgot just how fucking amazing this shit is. Kendrick Lamar. Um, yeah. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that, that is my recommendation. I, I kind of have two, actually. So, I, I have two recommendations as for artists. Um, so, I believe that if you are into hip-hop and, and, and you, like, rap, um, and you just, like, straight up, like, bangers, mm-hmm. just, like... Like just like hit after hit after hit, just nonstop in your face. Like yo, this is just like fucking amazing. I I highly recommend Run the Jewels. So Run the Jewels is uh, a guy named Killer Mike and LP, and these guys actually had like separate things, and they came together to form Run the Jewels. And every album that they have is self-titled, so it's Run the Jewels one, two, three, four, and and they just dropped their most recent one. Um, and it's again, it's just like banger after banger after banger. The beats are just fucking insane. And every time it's just like, like you want to like work out to this type of music. Like that's just like, that's what gets you going, you know? Um, but if you want to go more down the route, the route that I tend to go down, um, depending on the mood, but normally is the more like conceptual albums and whatnot. And, and the more like thought provoking hip hop, uh, Kendrick Lamar for me is kind of like the greatest, mm-hmm. Um, I think that Kendrick Lamar released one of the best hip hop albums of the past decade, and that is called To Pimp a Butterfly. And it's this beautiful jazz, funkadelic kind of fusion mm-hmm. with hip hop. And the beats are fucking amazing. And the story and all the, every, the concept of the entire album is amazing. He ends up having a fucking conversation with Tupac at the end of it. And like during the album, he's also like, going through like a poem that he wrote and then like every track or every few tracks, he kind of just gets like a little bit further and further into the poem. And then where that poem ends kind of like is where the next track kind of like begins. Okay. And and like, it's just like truly amazing. Um, 
and then he and then he has you know like section 80 and and uh you know just Kendrick Lamar for me is like probably like one of the although I didn't love his most recent I actually kind of dislike it it's like I don't like damn at all but um yeah for me Kendrick Lamar is probably like one of the best out there right now um and it took me a little while to appreciate him but for sure like I think that if you like hip hop mm-hmm. uh I think Kendrick is you're like you won't be really disappointed with anything that he does um and then run the jewels is just like if you just want to get like your fucking engine going you're like all right i'm ready to just like start my fucking day like <laughs> like run the jewels drops run the jewels that this really funny ass thing because they also like don't take themselves like too too seriously mm-hmm. um they did this one thing called meow the jewels i think it was called okay and they basically did they basically redid their one of their entire albums with just cat noises. So, like, <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's just like a lot of like like the purring would be like the bass, and so it's just like like and then like the meowing of the cats would be like the hi hats or whatever, and and it's just mixed, but it's actually done like very well, mm. um, and it's really good. So they're just they're just really funny. You had me at cat noises. Yeah. yeah so uh, yeah, that's what I recommend. I highly recommend Kendrick Lamar. And or run the jewels. Okay, cool. Zach, what movie are we doing next? Oh, Frank. Oh, Zach. Oh, I want to do Silence. Oh, Scorsese, the yep. one that I mentioned. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Sweet. Yeah. Um, I was looking at the trailer the other night, and it was like, you know, Andrew Garfield looks decent in it. Yeah. Adam Driver. Yep. Uh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson looks like a, Jesus in that yeah. movie. Well, he looks like is. Jesus in that movie. Um, he was also the God Lion in. Narnia. I never saw Narnia. Well, he was the lion. Oh, okay. And he's and a the god. witch and the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage played the wardrobe. Um, <laughs> John Travolta played the witch. <laughs> and then they then then they swap faces. Oh, all right. All anyway, three. we need to stop. All right. Um, all right. So silence. Martin Scorsese. Silence. Sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, great. All right, Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, you can become not only a badass but the badass.